Welcome to Keeping Balance, the podcast that brings the lived experiences of our health and fitness journeys to the forefront as we dive deep into the many nuances of what wellness and balance is. I'm your host, Courtney Babilia, a fitness nurse, business owner, and mom of two. And if you want to feel heard and gain wisdom on your path to aligning physical fitness with mental health and joy as a woman, then you're in the right place. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to episode five of the Keeping Balance podcast, and Happy New Year. It is 2023. That is so bizarre to me. Just the whole the whole thing of like the middle of winter becoming a new year out of nowhere. It's just so random. Like nothing is actually happening in the earth. There's no like sense of change happening like there is in spring or fall. It's just like dead of winter. Eh, let's just reset the calendar so weird to me. But anyways, not not meaning to bust your bubble if you are a big New Year's fan. I just think it's a little bit strange to just place it on January 1st. That's all. Anyways, I feel like either your birthday or maybe like changes of the seasons would be more appropriate to celebrate New Year's, but it could just be me. (laughs) Not meaning to start the podcast out as a Debbie Downer, but it does kind of suck that when you're a parent, New Year's is not really a thing anymore. Like last night was so rough. Our Kellen is so terrified of noises. And so he was okay at the beginning of the night. As soon as midnight hit and our neighborhood just lit up. Oh, it was so rough. Poor thing. Also poor us because your girl's just trying to get a solid night of sleep. The Kellen sleep issues have only been getting worse. FYI. But we're trudging on because today's episode is all about the top lessons that I've learned in 2022 and how we can carry them in to 2023. But are you someone who does a resolution or a word? Because in the past couple of years, I've, I've noticed that people are now kind of ditching resolutions and they're naming words that they want to embody for the coming year. And I love that. I think it is so cool. And I think resolutions are cool too. Like people, people are trashing resolutions saying like, oh, you know, why do you have to wait for January 1st to make a goal? And I totally get that. Like, I actually agree. You can make a goal and make a change for yourself literally any time of the year. You don't have to wait for an arbitrary date, but sometimes it is fun to look forward to something and to kind of like embrace this season of change and I'm here for it. It's fine. Like everyone's going to do what they're going to do. And I'm just here to support it. Okay. All right. Um, But these words, they're so fun. So I was thinking of a word for myself and I think you can use this strategy any time of year, like I was just saying, but whatever you're feeling pulled to right now, just declare it and try to embody it as best as possible. But there needs to be a plan in place. Okay. Don't just name the word and then go about your business and being like, you know, woohoo. I'm, you know, let's say your word is confident. This is my year of confidence. But if you don't actually have the steps and the plan to make that happen, what's the point? So let's talk about it for a second. So I put a question box on my Instagram a while ago asking what your word is for 2023. And some of the answers were just so beautiful. And I want to share them with you because um, quite a few of you asked if I could share them because maybe you haven't heard of this before. You want some ideas. You want some words that maybe you can get inspiration from. So here we go. These are some of the top ones that I found. Live or alive, gratitude, homeostasis, peace, grace, strong, steady, intentional, connection. She says connection to myself, my husband, my kid, and my purpose. I love that. 
abundance, blossoming, gentle. Gentle is a great one. Big fan over here. Patience, compassion, self-trust. Ooh, this one is good. Unfettered. Good word. Um, I've got fun, develop, unbound, growth, um, a lot of intentional. I love that. Curious. Ooh, what a great word. And what a great goal to kind of just embrace the curiosity. We lose that so much, don't we? Just have fun again. Okay, prepared, hope, growth. Okay, so you're starting to get the idea. There were a couple that I was like, whoa. Um, so one that I'll share with you is a Hebrew word. And I have Jewish heritage. I, I come from Jewish lineage. So I'm going to botch this word. And I am so sorry to my ancestors. But the word is uh, Haineni. Am I saying that right? I know, I know I'm not. But it's Hebrew for here I am. And it refers to being open to the mission of the moment. And I think that is so amazing. Love that. Um, aligned, peace, wellness, progress. Okay, so those are the responses that I got. And a couple people actually shared my word too. So my word for 2023 is simplicity. Simplicity. And it's closely, closely related to declutter, streamline sort of that kind of sense of the word of simplicity and it's both the physical thing and then a mental thing too so what I'm looking to do is just simplify our physical surroundings so declutter like you know after Christmas we got so much new stuff and it's just a really good opportunity to go through the house with some trash bags and just ruthlessly detach yourself from items, especially being a military household. I feel like we're on the cusp of a move. Um, in fact, I know it's definitely coming this year. So what better reason to start decluttering than now? Because I don't want to bring extra stuff with me and have to figure out where everything is going to go in a new house if I am not 100% all in with that item. So physical decluttering, and then also just like streamlining my processes when it comes to my work life and um, how I talk to myself just in my head and how I, how I go through my day. I would really like to streamline it. And I think I am feeling a little bit overburdened and overcluttered right now with a lot of, I don't know, intertwining energies or um, combating energies that aren't making for a very peaceful space in my mind. And I would love to just let go of the unnecessary and simplify. I think this comes from a lot of things, really. So that pull of like, okay, hey, we're going to move pretty soon. And also just all of the different directions that motherhood pulls you in every single day. You guys know my struggles with Kellen and getting him to sleep and getting my time to myself and then having all of these amazing ideas for my business and serving you. It's just a million different directions at different speeds. And so this year, I really want to just slow down, take deep breaths and, and embrace simplicity. So maybe that speaks to you. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe you're like, nah, girl, I'm about to hit the gas pedal. <laughs> but I feel like I've been hitting the gas pedal for the past 20 years or so. You know, you know what I'm saying? So we're looking to just, I don't know, settle down a, for a sec. Not really possible when you're a military family and you've got toddlers, but hey, we're going to do our best. So that's, that's my word. And I just want to say one more thing about resolutions is don't harp on people who have resolutions, especially if they are fitness related. Okay. If you are walking into the new year and you're like, you know what? I, I sense a change coming. I want to do this. I want to start showing up for myself. 
And then someone's like, oh, you're just here because it's January. This gym's going to be empty next month. Like, come on, we don't need that attitude. What if that person was about to change their life and then someone else's attitude or mean look is what kept them away? I, I just think that we need to be more welcoming in the fitness space because I think we get such a bad name. Everyone's like, oh, the gym is intimidating. I don't want to. And it's because of attitudes and people like that who are so judgy and just want to make themselves feel better because they maybe have been more consistent in the gym than you have. And so they're going to get on their high horse and say, oh, well, you know, you're only here because you're a resolutioner. You know what? Good for them. Good for them. That is way better than the people who never decided to to take action. So we need to start celebrating and applauding the people who are taking action, whether it be January, February, or July. All right. That is the energy that I want to bring in to 2023. So speaking of energy and bringing things into the new year, let's talk about some of the top lessons that I have learned in 2022. All right. Here we go. So This year was a massive year of making bold moves. And mainly that comes from my business and launching my course and becoming unafraid of my voice and who I am. And the lessons that came from that, I think, apply to so many other areas of life. So whether you're taking this as fitness advice or life advice, relationship advice or business advice, it's up to you. But these are just some things that I'm carrying with me now. Number one is to do it scared. I think that's a pretty popular saying right now, but it is so underrated. I think we spend a lot of energy uh, thinking about the ways that we can reduce our stress, reduce our fear, and reduce our anxiety. We don't talk enough about how we just have to sometimes do it alongside of those feelings because we're never going to know unless we do it. And there's no way to completely eliminate stress or fear and anxiety unless you're on some like seriously awesome drugs, but that's not my vibe right now. So my, my answer is to do it scared. That's how I did it when I started my Instagram. That's how I did it when I released my course. And that's how I did it when I was a competitive gymnast. You just have to do it scared. I mean, I was terrified. I would be shaking in my little leotard (laughs) before the judge saluted me so that I can start my routine. And you literally had no choice. You had your coaches, your teammates, your judges, and the entire audience staring at you. And it's literally like, okay, I'm terrified, but I have to do this. I don't recommend living at that state of fear at all times, but when you have this thing that kind of scares you, but you know you've got to do it and you let the fear hold you back, that's where the stagnation is. And that's not the goal. The goal is to constantly be growing, evolving, and growth takes place in this, this zone of discomfort sometimes. And once you do it scared, the next time is going to be a little less scary. And the next time is going to be even less scary than that. So maybe you're going to be going to the gym for the first time, or you're going to start your first workout. I've had a lot of people tell me that they are nervous about working out because of past trauma. Oh, that is a whole other episode that we're going to dive in deep to. But what if working out in the past has been a really scary experience for you or movement in general, you have this distrust with your body And you just need to take that first step. What if that first workout is scary, but the second workout isn't as scary and you actually think to yourself, wow, I can do this. That that was pretty good. Okay, so you're never going to be 100% ready. You just have to do it anyway. Nobody who made 
really big moves or had this massive success or, you know, created something amazing, did it with the absolute absence of fear or anxiety. Those feelings mean that you care and that you care deeply and that something that's really valuable. If you are just recklessly doing things because you don't give a fuck, like that's probably a sign that maybe it's not the right path. Because if you really don't care, then what investment do you have in it? You see what I'm saying? So whether you want to start working out or you want to start that business, just know that if you're scared, that's a good sign. It means you care and you have to learn to do the things alongside of your fear or your anxiety. And that kind of relates to motivation. Okay, let me just side note real quick. So a lot of people are like, oh, I don't have the motivation to work out. I don't have the motivation to do X, Y, and Z. Most people don't. So motivation is this feeling of like intense desire in the moment, right? But it's also your why. It's this deep rooted um, driver of your behavior. And so when you when you go back to your why and then you're like, well, I don't feel like doing this right now, then there are a couple of fallbacks. One, you have got to fall back on self-discipline. But two, you also have to know the subtle difference between discipline needing to kick in and then your body trying to tell you something that is really difficult to discern at first but it takes practice but the other part of that is also well what if your motivation isn't happening before your workout but you actually have to do your workouts to start seeing the results and then those results become your motivation Okay, right now starting to work out, maybe you don't feel motivated because you don't know how amazing you feel once you do start working out. So you've got to give yourself that chance to reap the benefits and see what's possible from that behavior before you judge, oh, I'm just not motivated. All right, so for my business, for me, it looked like, okay, what's going to be the return on investment? Are people going to hear this message and and really listen to what I'm trying to say? And I would never know that unless I started, did as scared, and then gave it some time to see people's feedback. And thankfully, I did as scared because the feedback has been incredible. And I'm very grateful that I actually listened to my fear and my anxiety and said, okay, hey, this means that this is something important. All right, this is a very long way of saying, do it scared, okay? People need you. People need your voice. People need your mission. People need you to be the best version of yourselves, okay? So whatever it is you're scared of doing, You got to do it. Okay, number two, moving on. It is not about getting people to like you. And there's a big difference between saying you don't give an F about what people think of you and then actually not giving an F about what people think of you. Okay, this is one that I am working so hard on. And it doesn't come easily. It doesn't come overnight. But people say a lot. People throw this around Like it's nothing. Oh yeah, I don't give a shit about what people think about me. Really? Is that true? Is that like hardcore true down to the depths of your soul true? I don't think a lot of people actually know the difference between just saying that and then really truly feeling that. Okay, and this is so closely related to the do it scared thing because it is scary to put yourself out there and open yourself up to receive everyone's feedback especially if you have something going public or, you know, like a product you're releasing or you're putting yourself out there in any way, shape or form, that is vulnerability. Okay. So this lesson that I've learned is, you know, really comes back to vulnerability 
and how powerful vulnerability is. Because when you are vulnerable, you share your story, you open yourself up and you put yourself out there and you do that thing that you were so scared of. You don't know how many people were desperately needing to hear that. You don't know how many lives that you've just deeply touched. And even if it's not someone that you deeply touch, what if it's just someone that you inspire a little bit? What if someone, it's just someone who related to you or felt a little bit less alone because you shared that or you did that thing? And I'm not saying that everyone has to go about their lives doing these amazing, spectacular things. I'm, I'm talking about the, the mundane things too. Like even if you don't have a business and you're releasing some massive thing that you're scared of, what if it is just something totally ordinary in your day? Just those little things. And I think if you're listening to this, you have the thing in mind. Like there is something that's going through your head as I'm talking through these lessons and you're going, hmm, and you're, you're ruminating. Whatever it is in your mind, I want you to take action after this podcast in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's the way you talk to yourself about it or just your plans for it, I just, I want to know and I want to see some action. Woo, I'm getting fired up. Okay, so anyways, sidetrack again. It is not about getting people to like you, okay? So most of the time, the things that you have to do and the things that you have to say are not going to please everyone. I have learned this the hard way many times now when I have said things either on Instagram or whatever that that just didn't sit right with somebody at the time because maybe they felt triggered or they just didn't agree with it and you know what that's fine that's great that means that maybe you know this we're not meant for each other or that message wasn't meant for you if you feel triggered by a message and if you don't think that that something is right then that message wasn't for you okay And there's no reason for people on social media to say, hmm, I disagree with that. Let's rip her to pieces. How about, hey, I disagree with that. Cool. Moving on. I just don't get this culture of like, if someone disagrees with you, that person is immediately a target of just cruelty. It's so crazy. Everyone likes to hide behind their social media, but we ain't about that. All right. And I am not afraid anymore to set boundaries with people if someone is saying something mean to me on social media like I'm gonna tell them hey would you say that to me in person I don't think so delete and block I don't have the space like I said I'm aiming for simplicity I do not need the clutter in my mind of people of people essentially bashing my bashing my vulnerability So the more practice I've had with all of this, the easier it is now for me to say, okay, you know what? I don't actually give an F because now I know my message isn't for everyone and that's fine. We're just all trying to find our people and find our people in the seasons of our lives that we need those people in and that can change and that's fine. And hey, your resolution or your word for 2023, that can change too. That could evolve too. You are not stagnant. You're going to learn. You're going to evolve. You're going to go through some stuff. You're going to have experiences where you're like, you know what? Simplicity felt good back in January, but now let's embrace, I don't know, curiosity. Let's embrace bold, whatever new word you want. Don't feel like you are tied down and held down and held to one word for the entire year. That's another thing about resolutions and words. And I'm like, okay. If you think you failed at your resolution, did you really fail or did your needs just shift? You know what I'm saying? Okay, something to keep in mind. All right, let's move on to the next lesson. This one is big. So needing help is not weakness. 
needing help is necessary and there is no prize for being able to handle the most stress. Okay, I'm going to say that again. There is no prize for being able to handle the most stress. I wish I were staring into a mirror right now and saying this to myself because I am the queen of, oh, I'll just do it myself. It's just easier if I do it. Oh, the queen. So something I did in 2022, which was massive for me, was to hire a babysitter. Thankfully, it's a friend and someone that I know and my husband knows and our kids love. And so it doesn't feel like a babysitter so much as like my friends coming to help me out. But it, you know, it's a babysitter, part-time nanny, whatever you want to call it. But she's here a couple times a week and it's made such a difference in my mental health because now that those naps are shaky... (laughs) I need that time so much. And it isn't just about like, oh, I can't handle it. It's how can I make more room in my life so that I am stronger in the areas that I'm strong at and not as uh, derailed by the things that I am not as strong at. Again, nobody wins when you are just trying to tackle it all by yourself. In fact, it's the opposite. You suffer and the people you're taking care of suffers and your your projects suffer. So this year, after I had such a success with getting help with my kids, I am looking to expand that. I would love for this year to be the year where I hire out and have a team for keeping balance. Oh my God, it sounds so official. Speaking of like keeping balance things, can you hear how pristine the sound quality is because my husband oh he got me like a brand new tricked out podcasting studio situation not a studio but I have like a real official microphone with like that you know circular screen in front of it and like things that you plug in clearly I have no idea what I'm talking about but I trust my husband on this and I think it sounds fantastic and I'm wearing fancy headphones okay this is legit I told you guys this podcast it gonna be legit Oh my goodness. I sound like a kid in a candy store, but I'm very excited about it. And this year, um, in terms of keeping balance, if once I hire out, that is also going to be embracing simplicity, right? And streamlining, delegating, man, that's every time I hear the word delegate, I am brought back to nursing school because that is like everything you learn in nursing school is like, what can you delegate? What can you delegate? Like learn how to do the skill, but then delegate it. Do a Foley catheter, do an IV, but then also delegate it. What about you in your life? Where can we shed some extra weight off your shoulders? You know what I mean? And it can be grocery shopping. It can be that thing in your business that just takes forever that you're dreading. It could be literally anything. That's why I get grocery delivery and I am not ashamed of it. That is an amazing invention. I am so here for it. I will support those DoorDash or whatever. What are they called? Uh, oh, Instacart. Instacart people, you are a blessing. God bless you. <laughs> so that's what I'm embracing this year is delegation, just simplicity, trimming, you know, streamlining. I got to make space. I got to make space. And I encourage you to do the same. Don't be ashamed of needing to make space. No one can do it all. No one should do it all. And the more you do, the less quality you produce okay 
So that is what I took from 2022. That's what I'm carrying into 2023. And I just want to bring it back to fitness for a bit because I know that there's someone out there who was like, this year I'm going to do X or I'm going to do Y. And you are. I know you are. You're going to do it. This is the same you, okay? You don't have to reinvent yourself. This is not like new year, new me kind of a thing. This is a new year, same you, but with different values, refined values, or an improved way that you talk to yourself. And I know that you're going to do it, right? Because now you know that you can do it scared and that as, as you've listened to previous episodes, it's about the small little things over time. We aren't expecting an overnight change. We are not expecting to see results in a couple of weeks. If maybe in three to six months from now, you're starting to feel stronger and and more confident and have more energy, then you're on the right track. Okay? This isn't about uh, a total transformation like you see in the magazines or on TV shows. This is about the small steps and the little choices that you make every single day that all add up over time. And remember that everything is accomplished within this context of balance and success is not linear. We're not going to be looking January to December and seeing this straight line up towards that goal that you were trying to reach. It's going to look like this crazy graph all over the place where sometimes maybe in, in March or April or May, you're like, oh my gosh, I, I am further behind than where I was in January. But no, you're not because you started. You started the journey. So this was a short episode today. I hope that there is some sort of part that you can hold on to as you go into the new year and use it however you need to use it for yourself, for your family, for your community. I love you all. I wish you the happiest new year. We're going to chat next week and get into some real good juicy stuff. And I will talk to you soon. Bye. For more from me, check out my website at www.courtneykeepingbalance.com or join the fun on Instagram at courtneykeepingbalance. And from there, you can sign up for my free newsletter or browse any of my free resources or courses. See you next time. Thanks for listening.